Hey guys, what's up? So, I decided to make a second episode. I know I didn't get any feedback on the first one, even though that was a trailer episode, and I didn't know exactly what I was doing. So, <laughs> hey guys, welcome. I hope you're having a fantastic morning. I know you guys are probably all in a tough spot right now, and you need some guidance. I, too, needed guidance. But sometimes you don't always get it, but I hope that I'm at least able to help one person out there. If I can help at least one person, I say I'm doing a good job and I am, you know, providing value to my life. So today, I'm going to tell you a little bit more about me. So I know before I didn't really do that, so I feel like this is a good way to start. I'm not going to go much into detail unless you guys really, really, really want me to, but I'm putting myself in a very vulnerable position, and I might receive backlash or hate, but I feel like no matter what I do, I'm probably going to receive that anyway, so I might as well just tell you. So pretty much ever since I was a small child, my father was abusive towards me. And it wasn't until I got to my junior year of high school where it hit me. I started getting, I think I was out of a, no, I wasn't out of a job, but I was just starting a job. And I know that I had to take a year off from school because I didn't have money to go to community college. And I wasn't working a lot. Sadly, they weren't giving me the hours that I wanted. So I had a lot of free time. Okay. During all the free time that I had, I actually got tired of playing video games. I got tired of spending time with friends. I just, most of the time, I just laid there and I just stared at my ceiling. I don't know why. Maybe it was really getting to me that, like, I didn't actually take time to realize what happened to me back then. But now that I actually had time and my life wasn't so chaotic as it used to be, like I actually had time to think and just like be by myself, be alone, and actually take the time to think about it, I was struck by like a sudden realization. Like, wow, that just happened to me. And I think it was so shocking to the point where that actually triggered my depression. So my depression actually, it might have always been there, but maybe it just didn't come down as hard because I didn't actually realize what was happening to me because I was still young and I didn't, I thought that, you know, the abuse was normal and that happened to every family and every kid had to go through it. Um, It was just a part of life. But I realized, no, this isn't normal. And it came down to me really, really hard. It was the hardest, (laughs) the hardest thing I had to move on from. But, you know, if you guys keep listening, I will tell you exactly each step that I took to get to a better mindset. 
but pretty much I realized then what happened to me and I became extremely depressed and I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. So this is the trickiest part because when you become depressed you start losing interest in the things that you once loved. So I used to be really into baking and photography and even video games at times. Like I just can't get into it anymore. Like I have not been excited to wake up and want to play a game. Like I haven't had that feeling in the longest time. And it makes me really upset because I'm just looking for that feeling again. I'm just looking for something that makes me happy. And I was struggling for years to find even like the littlest bit of happiness with video games and other things that I might be interested in and just nothing worked, nothing sticked. You know, like I even at one point was, I think my brother was talking to me about streaming and he was like talking about ninja and like the streaming world and for some reason it you know i became really interested in it just by the conversation i was having with him i was like wow like you know like people are getting paid to play video games that sounds really cool like i feel like i could do something like that even though i'm not good at video games i'm not good at sports i'm not good at a lot of things so i'm just like but being able to meet new people that really excited me and so i decided to step out of my comfort zone now if you would have asked me a couple years ago if i'd ever put myself out in front of a video camera i never would have done it i was so uncomfortable with myself i didn't have any confidence but i said you know what I'm going to start working on myself and make these small steps. And these steps might seem like nothing to other people, but they're huge steps for me. Because I don't know if I can really blame this on my depression, but I have a lot of social anxiety. I have a lot of anxieties in general. Like, I have a hard time ordering food from a restaurant or going to McDonald's and trying to order myself some chicken nuggets and fries. I'm very basic. But it's just like these crazy little things. I, I, I don't like going to the store alone. I don't like going anywhere alone. I like someone going with me. Throughout my whole life, I always felt like I needed someone to hold my hand, to guide me through. I never could do anything by myself, for myself. I was always living my life to please other people. I was uncomfortable with people touching me. I was uncomfortable with people coming near me. And I just knew I needed to change. I needed, this wasn't the way I wanted to live. I don't want a friend coming up to me, jump surprising me, you know, touching my shoulder and me freaking out. I'm like, this can keep happening. There was a point where I didn't even like hugs. Now I love hugs. <laughs> hugs are very comforting for me. But it was during my junior year of high school, once I finally got out of that environment, not 
a hundred percent. But basically, we moved. We moved to a new house. I still associate my old house with the abuse. But once we got to the new house, the abuse stopped. I don't know why, but of course, I still had to live with him. So he's still living in my house. I still had to see him every day, be reminded of what he did to me, what he did to my family. Unforgivable. And it just made me really uncomfortable. I can't be in the same room as him. And he just acts like he didn't do anything wrong. He says we're delusional. We we thought up the whole thing. It's not real. Never happened. And I finally took the steps to reach out and get help. And I don't know why, but I always feared getting help. And no matter what anyone says, you are strong. Like, seeking help does not make you weak. It is make you strong because it makes you realize, I need help. And that's okay to realize that. My two biggest fears going into counseling, I think one was that they would take my dad's side. And two, they wouldn't believe me. And I remember walking back and forth pretty much for a few weeks past the counselor office or whatever you want to call it and I just kept like just avoiding it you know I'd think about it think about walking in but I just keep avoiding it days after days and it was it's really hard to admit that you need help and you're afraid of what they might say to you you're afraid of what might happen but Taking that step was the best thing I could ever done for myself. Now, my first experience with that counselor was not the greatest, and she actually made those fears come to life. I don't know why she's a counselor there, but she did take my dad's side, and at some point she didn't believe what I was saying to her. I'm like, why are you a counselor if you're not even going to believe what I'm saying to you? So eventually I stopped seeing her, and... That I'm not trying to make you guys, you know, not want to go to counseling because of my one bad experience. Because it wasn't until my third counselor, the third one that I went to go see, is when I actually felt like I was being helped. So it really, you have to find someone that's right for you. And it's it might not be the first time. And if it is, that's awesome. But, like, you have to keep in mind, like, you know, the first person might not be the person for you. Like, you want to find someone that you actually connect with. So I actually felt like I was able to do that with the third one I went to go see. And she listened to me. And I felt like I was being helped. And I felt like a huge weight was lifted off my shoulders after every session. I never wanted to go. But after every session, I was thankful that I did go. So don't let anything stop you. Don't let anyone stop you. Get the help if you think you need it. It will change your life. And yes, I am still currently seeking counseling. Um, Maybe not as often as I used to. I remember I used to see my counselor every week. And then after that, once a month. And then after that, every other month. I think I'm slowly improving to the point where maybe at some point in my life I won't even think I'll need counseling. But you never know, life hits you hard. 
you know, at times you might not even expect it and you might need that help again, but that resource is always there for you if you need it. So eventually, after all that, um, I got into streaming and it excited me. I felt like it brought color back into my world, which is why I really, really, really liked it and I really, really wanted to work out. But it's really hard for me because I'm an introvert, I'm shy, but on camera I feel like I can be a different person. It's just at times, you know, like in a conversation where people are saying something you just don't know what to say so you don't say anything. Or you're just like, yeah, 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 okay, yeah. Or you just like let out an awkward laugh. Yeah, that's me. So <laughs> in conversations, I can be very awkward. Now, if you ask me something and I'm very passionate about it or something I'm really interested in, I feel like I could talk about it for a while. But if anything else, I'm just like, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, mm-hmm. Ha-ha. <laughs> so it can be really hard being a streamer and like not having those communication skills and it's something I'm slowly trying to develop over time and trying to see how other people interact with people and trying to learn from that and apply it to myself. The one thing that I really liked about streaming when I first started, I don't even think it was streaming in itself, but it was like my very first stream. I just felt so good about myself because I was forcing myself out of my comfort zone to do something I never thought I would ever do. Constantly throughout my whole life, I was putting myself in uncomfortable situations just so that I could improve on myself as a person. I started taking theater in high school and my first two years I was just helping out with costumes and things like that, working on the set. And then it was my junior year. Once I moved to the new house, once I was in kind of a new environment, but not so much out of the situation, I felt like I could finally take those steps to start working on myself. So I decided to try out for the musical. And I can't even tell you that how much it meant to me that I was able to be a part of that like I remember sitting down with everyone there after tryouts by the way tryouts <laughs> were really bad because I had to sing in front of about a hundred people and I never done that before my voice was shaking my hands were shaking I was looking down at a piece of paper I couldn't even look up at the the audience at anyone I was so soft and I remember the girl behind me being like wow you were so good I'm like don't lie to me I knew I was bad <laughs> but after that we all sat down and I remember the director saying everyone here is a part of this musical and I was like no way. Like, I made it. Like, this is crazy. Like, I have potential. But at the time, I wasn't really thinking that this is high school. You know, it's the requirements probably aren't that crazy for getting into musicals. Especially because, you know, you can cast a lot of people and you don't have to have a main part. So, going into that musical, it was the most fun I've ever had in my life. 
and I'm not joking about that because the first night that we put on a show I felt something inside me that I never felt before happiness excitement I thought to myself this is what I want to do with my life and I never had that kind of thought before so that's why I started going to community college for theater and I have not been on the stage since and I think I finished I finished I got my associate's degree in theater and then I wanted to move on towards musical theater so I transferred to like a four-year school for musical theater specifically and it was during my first year there during my second semester I don't know if that makes sense the second half of the year where I decided well not decided but I became depressed even more depressed than before and I kept thinking to myself everyone here knows what they want to do everyone here is happy but am I happy and during this time in therapy I would I had a notebook that I would write in every single day all my thoughts all my feelings and if you read that notebook you'd be so like you'd be really upset you'd be like this is the saddest thing i've ever read i'm so sorry <laughs> and like even reading back on that notebook now i cry i cry every time because i'm like i was in so much pain and i was just so lost and so confused i was constantly comparing myself to other people like wow this guy's so talented look at the way he sings look at the way he acts the way he communicates with other people like i wish i could be like that i wish i could have that same like glow in my eyes when i get on stage and like really love what i'm doing but like the thing is i didn't know that theater was the thing that i wanted to do I just had that thought, like, this is what I want to do with my life. But now thinking about it, I'm like, what exactly did I say that to? Because it could have been anything. Was it the singing? Was it the dancing? Was it just the fact that I was able to get on stage and just do something I was not comfortable with? Like, was it overcoming those fears? Like, I keep looking back on it and I'm like, I have no idea. Because even though I was going to school for theater, I just didn't enjoy it anymore. I just, and I was trying so hard. I'm like, I just want to get on stage one last time and really figure out if this is what I want to do or if it's something I don't want to do. And I worked hard. I did to like try out and I never got a call back. But I noticed that with each audition, I was getting better. You know, my first audition, my hands were shaking, my voice was shaking. But as I kept doing these auditions and putting myself in an uncomfortable position, there was an audition where I wasn't even looking at my paper. I was looking these people straight in the eye as I was performing. My voice wasn't shaking. I felt confident. I felt good. Yes, I still didn't hear a callback, but I'm improving on myself as a person. I took a class where I had to sing in front of my classmates. That's something I never thought I would ever be able to do. First time I ever sung for them, my voice was shaking. I was shaking. They could tell that I was nervous. 
But the more that I did it, the more I got comfortable with it. I want to put myself in these uncomfortable situations so I can improve on myself as a person. I want to sing in front of people. I want to be comfortable acting in front of people, public speaking, whatever it might be that scares me. I want to do it. And, you know, I've talked to a lot of people and they said, I can never do what you do. I'm like, I'm probably the last person you would expect to get on stage. And that's probably why people thought I was so good. I would get compliments. People were like, wow, you're so good. Like, when you act, you get up there, we see a part of you that we never see. Yeah, because I'm shy and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna talk to people. If you talk to me, I'll talk to you. But I'm not gonna go out my way to initiate conversation. Because I have social anxiety and I'm still trying to work on that. But people are like, wow, you're actually, like, really good. Like, we get to see the side of you. You never get to see. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> I really appreciate it. And after that, I just, you know, after comparing myself so many times to other people, I just couldn't do it anymore. I no longer had confidence in myself. I was so depressed to the point where I lost that happiness that I once felt in theater. Even if, it, whether or not it was actually theater or not, I don't know. I lost that happiness. And I could barely finish up my year. It was really hard. I had to go see my advisor. Basically, I wanted to drop off the face of the earth and not tell anyone. But when I talked to my counselor, I talked to my sister. It's like, just talk to your advisor, see what he has to say. So basically the classes that were making me the most depressed were like my dance class and then no it's pretty much just my dance class because I'm like jazz no that's not me she constantly made me feel uncomfortable by making me go across the floor by myself while everyone else was watching me and I get it that's pretty much the point of it to become comfortable with things like that but I kept comparing myself to other people who were in the class who are much better than me and they kept like saying how much they love the class and how much they are enjoying it and like you can see that happy glow in their eyes and I didn't feel that and I remember my dance instructor saying something to the whole class like no matter how you're feeling keep coming keep pushing yourself because it'll be worth it and like, if you're depressed, if you're sad, come to class. Come to class. Keep pushing. And, like, I did. I did for a while. Like, it really motivated me that she said that. But, like, there was a point where I just couldn't do it anymore. I would have anxiety attacks during dance class. Well, not in front of everyone, but, like, when I felt it coming on, I would go to the bathroom and I'd just cry. I don't know why. I don't know if it was just because, like, I felt like I wasn't good enough. You know, I was constantly comparing myself to other people or because I wasn't happy because I just didn't know what I was doing with my life. It was very overwhelming. So when I saw my advisor, I dropped out of my dance class and I dropped out of this other class too that were just causing me so much anxiety and just, I just was, I just couldn't do it anymore. And finishing my semester was so hard even though i didn't have those classes on my shoulders anymore i just couldn't do it but i finished and then i been pretty much taking time off since then i got a full-time job now and i haven't even thought about going back to school 
I thought about things I could possibly go into, but I'm still trying to figure that out. So when I started streaming, I felt like my life changed and I felt like I could see myself doing this with my, I could see myself doing this. I like the idea of meeting new people. It excites me. I want to be my own boss. I hate being mistreated every time I find a new job. People take advantage of me because I'm probably someone that could be easily taken advantage of. <laughs> but I probably shouldn't tell you that. I'm very gullible. I'm definitely getting a lot better at it. I'm definitely standing up for myself more. But I'm tired of being stepped on over and over. I'm tired of being treated like garbage. I'm just tired. I'm just tired of everything. So, like, every time I'd get a new job, and retail jobs are probably not the best place to go if you want to be treated like an actual decent human being. Retail's probably not the best place to go, but I really had no choice. So people are constantly taking advantage of me because they knew I could be taken advantage of. I had to put in more work than anyone else there. I'd have to pick up the slack of other people. I'm like, I don't want to do this anymore. I want, I want to be my own boss, set my own schedule, do something I actually like, something I actually enjoy, something I don't have to worry about other people controlling me. Like, I want to do my own thing and be happy with what I'm doing. And I hope that one day I'll get there. I hope that, like, you know, like, life will give me an opportunity to show people who I really am. Like, I could be fun. At least I think I can be fun. I could be fun and down to earth. You know, I'll talk to you about your problems or I'll try to uplift you and support you. The world needs a lot of love right now and I have a lot of love to give. It's just all, like, you know, the people who are willing to accept it and let it into their lives and let it into their hearts. That might sound really cringy, but <laughs> that's just who I am, okay? I'm a cringy person. I can be cringy. But really, I am here for anyone if they really need it. Because I understand. I understand what you... Well, I can try to understand, you know, what you're going through. And if it's kind of similar to my experience, then yeah, I can empathize that. Um, so, feel free to talk to me, guys, if you, if you really feel the need to. I'm still trying to figure out my life. That's why I'm doing uh, streaming. It's been like the only thing I've actually been able to dedicate myself to. When I think about my life and all the things I, I've been through, all the things I tried, I try for a day and then I give up. I've never actually been able to apply 100% of my effort towards one thing. And when I found streaming, I thought to myself, this is something I want to dedicate myself towards. This is something I want to put 100% of my effort into. Apply, like actually put in the work, put in the months to this and see where it takes me. This is the first time it's ever happened to me. And it scares me because I'm scared of failure. I'm scared that if I apply 100% of myself into this, like, will it work out? I don't know, and that really scares me, but I want to keep pushing. I just want to see, like, if I can be successful, um, you know, if I can actually make this a thing, 
you know, I just, like, want to be happy, and I, and I think that this is, like, the best thing for myself right now, because it's not just, like, streaming, but I think it's just, like, the opportunity to meet new people and help people, like, I want to help people, I want to make people happy, like, with my success, I would want to help other people find their success in life, like, if I had a lot of money, I would be helping out other people. I'd be giving it to charities. I'd be donating it to other people who want to fulfill their dreams and become a successful streamer or whatever it is you want to do with your life. Like, I want to go into streams. I want to be like a Mr. Beast dropping 10K on you or, you know what I mean? Just finding random people. Just, like, giving that money back to other people. Like, the support you give me, I'm going to give back to other people. Like, that's the person I want to be. Like, that's the kind of community I want to build where we all just uplift and support one another. You know, it doesn't have to be financially. Just, like, being there for each other and uplifting each other through the ups and downs of our lives. That's, I just want to build that type of community. I just, like, want it to be really wholesome and pure. And I, I have a vision in my head. And, like, I just want to make it a reality. Like, of the kind of life I want to live. I want to live helping other people, making other people happy. In that process, I will make myself happy too, knowing that I've helped someone else. So, I just really hope that I'll be able to achieve that. And I'm trying to keep a positive mindset, but of course it can be hard. I'm taking a current break from streaming because there's a lot going on in my life right now. And I could be very vague once again, but basically... I was forced to leave my house, so I'm now living with a friend, and there was a lot of relationships that were getting torn down in the process. People that I was extremely close to, like my family, and my family is like the closest thing to me and the most important thing to me. So losing that relationship with those specific people has been very hard on me. And I just haven't had the motivation to get back in the streaming, despite how much I enjoy it. But things are, you know, still kind of not really getting better, but I want to come back. So I'm doing a lot better working on myself, you know. It's like you can't really do anything about the situation. You know, you say the things you had to say. And if they don't take it and they don't apply it to themselves, then really, it's not your fault. You did everything you could and it hurts and it's gonna hurt, but you can't live on hurting. You have to move on. You have to learn to let go. Um, so that's pretty much what I've been doing. Just trying to work on my thoughts and letting go and, you know, like whatever happens, happens. You can only hope for the best and hope that everything works out in the end. But I plan to make a strong, fierce comeback in October because now I'm getting an apartment with my sisters towards the end of September. And I probably won't be ready till beginning of October, second week of October. But my goal is to start streaming again in the beginning of October. Hopefully in the meantime, I'll be able to actually like make some YouTube videos or... Whatever it may be, I'm just trying to stay active on social media. At least I know I'm being active on Twitter. So, 
figuring out what you want to do with your life is very hard because you think about, well, what is it that I want to do for the rest of my life? And that always scared me because I'm like, I have to pick one thing. Like, you can't, I feel like I'm combined and I can't really do what it is I want to do because a lot of things cost money. Like, I want to travel and I want to go on adventures. Like, I asked people to go on a treasure hunt with me and they thought I was joking, but I'm being legit serious. Like, I want an adventure. Like, even if we don't find treasure, I'm sure the sights will be cool. Even if this treasure doesn't even really exist, like, the experience will be cool. You know, just like, oh, the excitement of, oh, maybe finding this 900-year-old treasure. I don't know. Just, just something. Like, I always wanted to do stuff like that, but I've always been confined because I never had, like, the money to go do these things. And, like, I just want to be successful to the point where... I can do what I want to do, but also help other people. So, it is hard, but I know that, like, if you just keep going and pushing yourself forward, that you'll be able to find it. You know, I used to describe, I don't know if I said this in the last one, what I said, like, depression was like, like, holding out your hand... And you're kind of just like at a dark, in like a dark hole. And you're waiting for someone to come and save you. But you have to save yourself and you have to start making that change yourself. You can't wait for someone to change you or for change to come your way. Because that's never going to happen. You have to realize that change comes within yourself. And that change starts with your mindset and how you think about yourself. How you think about other people how you think about the world. So, apply that change. This is a more personal podcast rather than professional, you know, because I'm just sharing my story. And with sharing my story, I hope that people feel comfortable enough to reach out to me. I hope I feel like an approachable person. And you guys can DM me anytime I'm pretty sure I have a link. Well, I have the URL in my last previous podcast. So, I really hope that you guys learned a little bit more about me today. And hopefully it helped you in a small way. Knowing that you're not alone at there. People struggling every single day with things like this. So... I think that's all I really wanted to say for today. But if you guys want to know more, feel free to message me about anything. Your life, ask me more about my life, you know, things you'd like to hear me talk about. Like, I'd really like your feedback. I really appreciate it. So, you can reach me on Twitter. Twitter.com slash LuckyLux23. So, that's L-U-C-K-I-E. L-U-X-2-3. And then Instagram would be the same thing. I just mainly post content. Whether it be selfies or things that I'm doing. I like to keep variety and not just selfies. Twitter. 
yeah, I'm pretty much just post things about my life, things that I'm up, uh, things I'm currently doing. So if you want to keep updated with what I'm up to, that's a good way to reach me. If you want to be a part of my Discord community, feel free to DM me and I'll send you a link. But I hope you guys have a good day. All right, it's gonna we're gonna we're gonna get through this together. All right, so all right, I'll catch you guys later. Have a good one.